0: Following
1: is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys football
2: club. This is Talkin Cowboys, streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys
3: world headquarters
2: at the Star in Frisco.
3: Hand off Elliott to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs it in the
2: touchdown. And now your hosts, Isaiah Stanback It is a Say It With Your Chest Friday here on Talking Cowboys. It is Chiefs Week, Cowboys, Chiefs. It is Week 11 of the NFL season, and we've got one more show to lay it all out on the table because we have a dandy of a matchup this weekend. We've previewed the offense v. defense the last two days, and we are going to hit it hard today. Ooh. Ooh. Heck, my hair should calling out the Texas A&M swagger. No, I'm just saying. I, I like that. It is. It's nice. Rob's got a gl- gradient Texas A&M dry fit on Columbia. Is it Columbia? Yeah. Ooh, it Columbia? Yes. stuff right okay. there. Sponsor. Yeah. Celebrating the
4: loss it. from last Saturday. You know, uh, see sorry. if we can bounce back here.
5: Yeah, you got it. Yeah. You bounce yeah. back. Hey, but you know what I want to ask you? Yeah. You made me wait a whole 24 hours for it. Oh. <laughs> oh, you thought I forgot? Go ahead
4: and remind everybody. You,
5: you, thought I was, you thought I forgot? Go ahead and remind everybody. Come on, man. You went 50-50. Oh, Smith returning. So, come on now. Give me give me some percentages
4: here. Uh, crystal ball 70%. How about that? 70. I'm up to 70 now.
3: That's failing in grad school.
4: Okay, oh, but it's yeah. not this isn't grad
3: school. <laughs> 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 but but you know what? Oh, the NFL I'm, is grad school. <laughs> the
4: week, the work week is like 70, 75%. So like, yeah, they're, they still got Saturday. Mm. But I think, he, yeah, I think they feel good about it or optimistic still. Still yeah. working with Britt Brown is that, you know. He was limited again. Limited again. But Mike was on the fan this morning, Mike McCarthy, and said, you know, they, they want to just get him three days of practice, get him in Saturday. And then before they could oh. cut him loose on Sunday, is what he said. No. So I think it didn't that makes so- you feel better, did it? I think, yeah. No, I think that sounds pretty encouraging. We'll see. <laughs> a bit of anything,
3: pancakes. Yeah, yeah,
5: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now, do you need him at 100%? Or are you okay with 70%? I, 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 man, I, I need him. If he's at 70%, I don't want him to play.
4: No, yeah. I'm saying I'm 70%. I know. I'm just saying, would you take They're, a 70% Tyron? No. 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 Uh-huh. Not at this point in the year. Mm. Because then. Then you got to turn around four days later and play again. Mm-mm. So if they told no. you, "Hey,
3: he, he won't be 100 for three more weeks." You guys say, "Just hold off." <sighs> That's
4: tough because it's not like you look at this matchup and be like, "Yeah, we can get through this." No,
2: and you can't really say that about any of the next three matchups either. Yeah, think of the the edge rushers that the Raiders have coming off the edge. There, they've got some guys. Don't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So no, it's
5: not that. Look, I I, I know we need them. I want him to play. I know we're considerably better when he does play. Uh, Chris Jones, obviously Frank Clark, those guys are hunters. They will come after you. Uh, You don't want them to get a lick on Dak. So that's my my only concern. But also, like you said, I know the next three games and the short amount of time that we have to play them is also a factor. I just, man, I'm just – this whole high ankle sprain, if you – have any experience with high ankle sprains? Is it a sprain or a bone spur? Both.
4: Bone it's, spurs
2: mainly, though. Right?
4: Spurs yeah. is what's
2: kept him out. He had an
4: I- high ankle irritating sprain thing previously, though. though.
3: Yeah, like sprain goes away. Bone spur doesn't go away yeah. unless you get surgery. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's yeah. more of a limitation deal, right? Yeah, it's, it was, more it's of just it's limiting exposure to it. And, I mean, and, just imagine having this bone sticking out, and it keeps rubbing against your tendon. Like yeah. it's not going. The bone's not going anywhere. I don't want to. Imagine that. But I'm just saying that's what he's dealing with, right? I mean, it's not no. going anywhere. They have to, li- they literally have to go shave it down. I don't know the whole thing. I haven't seen his his his, um, his MRI. I haven't seen his um, dog on X-rays. But my understanding of guys have 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 bone spurs, it's literally a bone that's kind of sticking out like a little little flange there, and mm. it's just rubbing. And that's what irritates you, and that's what you know prevents you from being at your best. Really quickly, Rob, any other news
2: and notes from yesterday that stuck out from practice number two of the week?
4: Uh, Greg Zerline is off of COVID list. He hey. was back at practice, so he's ready to go for Sunday. The leg is back. I think the only change from the injury report was, well, Kelvin Joseph had a personal matter, did not practice, um, and the Sean Wright went from full to limited yesterday oh. with the hamstring that he's dealing with. Okay. And news and notes wise, Mike McCarthy was asked on the fan this morning, any lineup changes? Mm. Left guard, can you confirm possibility that Connor McGovern might start over Connor Williams and he would not do that? What he said was, I'll say this to some effect, effect, he said, I'll say this, both Connors will play. Sunday. Well, both Connors have been, have been playing, playing Sunday, so it depends on what the roles are. Obviously, so, Connor McGovern back in the slot. So
5: what we're gonna have Connor Williams at fullback
2: now? Now <laughs> he's gonna swap right And tailback. And tailback. That's right. He
4: did line up at, line tailback, up at
2: tailback as tailback. well. All right, we've got a special guest on the line. He is an aficionado of the NFL and all sorts of sports, TV, radio, podcast host. Trey Wingo, lifelong hey. Cowboys fan, joins us here on Talking Cowboys. Trey, thanks for joining us. What's going on in your world?
1: Well, I'm trying to figure out how many Connors will play at <laughs> Arrowhead, right? That's the, that's the key thing. How many and how often?
2: W- would you put Connor McGovern over Connor Williams at that spot, or you you keep it Connor McGovern as that fullback H-back option?
1: I like. I think I'd like to see Connor McGovern get a get a shot there. Um, you know, there's been a lot of shuffling on the line uh, this year because of both things, and I I think that uh, there's... I, I'd like to see McGovern get a look in there at the start.
2: Now, you you have grown up a Cowboys fan. You've been a Cowboys fan for your entire life, and with that being said, you've seen some pretty monumental matchups throughout your fandom of the Dallas Cowboys. Where does this one rank in terms of regular season matchups leading into it with the quarterback battle, the offenses going back and forth? Does this rank to up toward the top of the list in some of those battles? Well,
1: it's I mean, it, it should if you go by the numbers. I mean, let's just, let's just run through a couple of things here. Uh, the Cowboys are the number one offense in the NFL. The Chiefs are the number two offense in the AFC. So, together, they're averaging 839 yards combined of offense per game. And if you're looking for a historical perspective on that, the last time we had a matchup with those kind of numbers this late in the season was the 2018 Monday night game between the Chiefs and the Rams and you might remember that one in 54-51. So like, if, you're, if you're looking for historical perspectives on the kind of offense we've seen throughout the season and what to expect, uh, that was the last time we had a matchup of this much offense going into a game this late in the season. And put it another way, uh, Dak has 20 touchdown passes. Mahomes has 25. Uh, the last time we had a matchup with two quarterbacks with those number of touchdown passes this early in the season was that same Monday night game between the Chiefs and the Rams that ended up 54-51. So it has all the makings.
4: So as Michael Gallup said, get your popcorn ready for Sunday.
1: (laughs) Um, I think the uh, school board operator Arrowhead should prepare for carpal tunnel.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Trey, I've enjoyed your work for a long time. We were having a a discussion yesterday about the Cowboys and and how they're viewed nationally. Obviously, you've covered this team and this league for a long time. How do you feel the league or or the media covers the Cowboys or views the Cowboys? Because I think fans feel like maybe they're not getting enough due, and and the haters will say they're always getting pumped up too much. Like, do you think it's somewhere in the middle with the way this team's being viewed this year so far at 7-2? Well, listen,
1: I I think all the haters love the Denver game, right? We told you, man, they're a fraud, whatever. But those are just the haters. I mean, the Cowboys have been arguably the most consistent team in football this the start of the season. I mean, it's nice to see the Greg airlines off the COVID list. He might have needed to be on the COVID list. week one or the Cowboys would have won that game. <laughs> you know, team, we're, being honest, we're being honest about it. would he missed four kicks, I guess one of them was a 50-plus yarder, but if he makes the extra point near the field goals, and then in that week one win, Tampa Bay doesn't need a field goal to win. They need a touchdown. That's a completely different dynamic. But the biggest change for me in the Cowboys this year has been their defense. Obviously, they were historically horrible last year. And what Dan Quinn has done moving them around and and allowing them to get those takeaways. uh, It's just such a huge difference from a year ago. So I would say that the perspective of the Cowboys is, yeah, I think most people think they're really good. But I think if we're being honest, there are questions about some of the things Mike McCarthy does and, and, you know, whether or not this team is going to be able to to get it together when it goes in the postseason. But they've been really, really good guys outside of the Denver game all year long.
3: Hey Trey, what's up? Man, This is Isaiah. Pleasure to pleasure to eat meet you. I guess or virtually meet you. Uh, appreciate you coming <laughs> on the show. <laughs> hey, listen up. If you had you sit up there, you walking in the park. You're you're in you're right there, right there, in oh, in downtown New York, and you have two cups sitting on the table, and you have the, they're full of offenses. There's the Dallas offense, and it's the Kansas City offense, and they're both at full steam. Which cup are you picking to go forward in terms of being your best offense that you can step into this game with?
1: Well, listen. There's two ways to look at that, right? I would think, without a question the cup with the Cowboys offense. By the way, these are really big cups we're talking about. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how big I can pick up this cup. Um, I think the Cowboys offense is probably more balanced, right? I mean, we, we know that they're more balanced than maybe a little more methodical. Chiefs offense, however, is lightning in that cup. And I know they had three bad games uh, in a row, but even before those three bad games, when people are saying, what's wrong with the Chiefs offense? In the first six games of the season, they were averaging more yards per game, more points per game, had about a third down conversion rate per game, and a better red zone touchdown conversion rate than either of the last two years when they went to the Super Bowl. So the whole narrative about the Chiefs offense being broken was just a joke. I mean, they were turning the ball over. That's what it was. And then, by the way, they had a couple of bad games in a row. Um, I think the Cowboys offense presents a more balanced attack, but the Chiefs offense, I think, scares the hell out of people.
5: Trey, it sounds like you're in Mel's Diner right now, man. So I, I actually
1: am. I'm having a little breakfast. I want
2: to talk football with you
5: guys. Hey, hey, man, I'm a man that recognizes when you you're eating something. So I'm just saying, man, it sounds <laughs> sounds exactly like that. But I gotta ask you more uh, about the MVP race. And Also, obviously, uh, Patrick Mahomes is, you know, aside from a offsides, he would have appeared in three Super Bowls. And when it comes down to him being the the MVP of the league for two years and and Dak emerging as an MVP leader, Uh, how do you break down both of these quarterbacks? And obviously this is a singular award, but how big would it be for either of those guys, specifically Dak, to win the MVP?
1: Well, listen, I I think that the the Mahomes narrative out there this year, which, again, I think is somewhat bogus, is he's going to have to light it up for him to get the MVP. I mean, I think people looking at Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson, quite frankly, I, I, I know people are sick of it. But tell me why Tom Brady isn't in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, at 44 years old, I mean, the things he's doing are just ridiculous. And Matthew Stafford is there, too. So I, I think there's, a, there's more of a potential for Dak with a, with a huge surge down the, the back half to, to sort of capture that award. Like, Mahomes is so good, guys. And, you know, the Cowboys of the 90s were this way. Like, people are looking for reasons to hate them. You know what, you know what I mean? Like, people come up with these r- ridiculous theories about Mahomes. And it's just because he's so otherworldly. So I, I just feel like, think like when Michael Jordan, uh, when Charles Barkley won the MVP, MVP one year in the NBA, said, "Thanks for Michael for not having his best season." It's the only <laughs> <one else laughs> right. the And I feel like that's the way it's going to be with, with Mahomes going forward. So I absolutely think Dak is uh, is is primed to much to have a much better shot uh, at becoming the MVP this year if he has a really stellar game on Sunday and also what happens down the stretch.
5: No, no, and I'm, I'm glad to, to hear that, but you're saying that he has to light it up. Like, he literally has to be <laughs> hair on fire for the rest of the season to win. Well, I
1: mean, I mean it, but let's be honest. Let's, you know what the MVP is? It's the best quarterback on the best team. Exactly. Okay, that's, yeah. that's what the league has become, yeah. Yeah. right? That's, I, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm saying it is. Like you know, some some of the other seasons that we've had from other players, and they don't even get a sniff because they're not a quarterback. So you know, you could make a, a compelling argument outside of the Monday Night game. that Cooper Cup could be the MVP. Of the he's you know, he's on pace to, to get close to Megatron's numbers this year: 1,900 yards and 135 receptions and 20 touchdowns. I mean, that's those are insane numbers. He's never going to win because he's not a quarterback.
2: All right, Trey, we're giving our our predictions later in the show, so we'll, we'll we'll add this to the list. But who you got this week, Cowboys or Chiefs at Arrowhead? Who you got coming out on
1: top? Well, the worst thing you can say is, well, the, the Chiefs are 3-0 and against the NFC East this year. Well, the other three teams in the NFC East are <laughs> – let's, let's just be honest. The Cowboys don't win this division by three games. And everyone's got to go, okay? The, the, the division is <laughs> terrible. It's a terrible division this year. However, I feel like the Chiefs are a little pissed off, mm. and I, obviously I think being at home helps them. Nothing would surprise me in this game because I believe the Cowboys have been the most, like I said, I think they've been the most consistent team all year long, but I feel like the Chiefs are pissed at everybody. They're like, really? You thought, you thought this about our offense? You thought this? And their defense has played really well the last three games. And their defense just needs to play average if their offense is good. If if their defense is average and their offense does what it does, Kansas City could rip off six straight wins. So I, I am leaning towards Kansas City but, again, nothing would surprise me with the way things have gone this year. This is the most week-to-week season I can remember in
2: covering the NFL. I know that hurts you to do. I know that hurts you. Deep down inside, I know that was that was tough for you to do. But Trey, I'm
1: being honest. <laughs> I hey, honest?
2: I, I appreciate you being honest. I'm okay with that. I Christmas love it. Tree. I love it very much. Well, <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us during your breakfast this morning. Hope it was tasty. What you have?
1: Well, I had a little... Uh, uh, steak fajita omelet with French oh, fries. So good. Come on now. My goodness. I, I know. I know how to eat. I know Texas people know how to eat. Uh, <laughs>
2: I'm not messing around, okay. No, not at all. That sounds delicious. You guys doing anything after the show? <laughs> you holding on to your fruit, fruit cup? cup. <laughs> 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 all right, Trey. Thanks so much. Appreciate we'll talk you,
1: to Trey. you soon. You got it, guys.
2: Take care. Thank you so much. Trey Wingo, of course, uh, he's done great work throughout his career covering the NFL. Still has a a great podcast as well. Let me go ahead and shout him out there. Didn't know he was a Cowboy fan. Huge Cowboys fan. He's not from Texas, is he? Uh Uh-uh. No, he went to Baylor. Graduated from Baylor. Okay. Sick him. Uh, sick and Bears. So, yeah, he's got that connection there. Chris off the top rope. Chris loves a Baylor Bears. I
4: know he does. Half
2: Forgotten History is his podcast. Hmm. Give it a check out. He's got a lot of great people, great guests on there, too. He does really, really good work. I've looked up to him for a long time as a host. It's and awesome. But back in his NFL Live and draft days and stuff, you're looking at the. It's a great resource, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There so
4: he's been he's been a voice <laughs> of the God. league for a long time. Willful so. knowledge. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yes. Yeah, he definitely yes. is. You could you could hear some of the different perspectives, but the one thing that made me laugh was in his final answer was the Chiefs' offense, as good as they are, their defense just has to be average. And it
4: set off a a a light bulb and was like, wow, where have we heard that before? Mm. <laughs> right around here. Sounds just like here, doesn't it? But he brought it he brought up something interesting. Although the Cowboys are probably considered the underdogs here. You know, because the Chiefs have had so much success, there's probably more a chip on their shoulder yeah. mm-hmm. because people are trying to find ways to poke holes in what they're doing this yeah. year. And they look, day. they haven't been they haven't been that good as good this year, as good to their standard. <laughs> exactly. Six and four, they're still good. It's a high standard. It's a high, high standard. Very high standard. Yeah. When you
2: go to three straight championship games and then you have two straight Super Bowls and one of those you won, yeah, you're going to be held to a high standard. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes back to, and you probably dealt with this during your time in New England. The Patriots dynasty, every year if they weren't winning the Super Bowl, Mm -hmm. people were poking holes in it, trying to say, okay, that ship is sinking. And then, I mean, of course, there never really were any holes. But if there were, they were covered up.
5: I don't know if you do that when you go to nine Super Bowls, though. That's what I'm saying. If you are the poster for consistency and you know that you have the best coach in the league, uh, if you don't finish – it's something, there's, a, there's a reason for it, and you know you'll be back next year. I, right there, yeah. Kansas City is probably, just to, to your point, Kansas City is the same way.
4: Hey, man, people get sick of winners. Yep. That, that's why the Cowboys in part, are so hated, because it goes back 60 years of five <laughs> Super Bowls and all that stuff. So, yeah, uh, there it is. <laughs> there it is, heck. yeah. But
2: did you have to deal with any of that from a, a national standpoint of trying to poke holes in a team that you knew – you didn't need to poke holes in because you knew you were had you had that confidence you had that
3: foundation. I not not necessarily there. I mean, I think I felt that more here, and there hasn't been a championship here in a, in a good while. Wow, you know, I'm just there's facts, right? That's interesting. I mean, just because of the the amount of media attention, just because of just the the fan base, all that kind of stuff, the expectation levels are always so high, and it necessarily hasn't always been grasped. Versus out there, because you know, right? I think it's I think it's more hope here has been more hopeful here in Dallas in New England my time there it's like it's like we know we are good we know we have a good foundation if we don't make it yeah to Heckman's point we know why right that would be check that box let's correct that come back in offseason we'll be back next year it's not a hope it's a I can identify it. I can put my finger on it. It's getting addressed, and now we're going to be right back in that game, right? We'll be exactly where we want to be. Versus here, I feel like people are still hoping and kind of grasping onto the past and saying, "Oh, it feels like it like it did back then." It's Mm -hmm. like, what's tangible? Right. What's tangible. So it's like actually just grasping that thing and being able to check the box and say, this is what we need to address. Once we fix that, we'll be exactly where we want to be. Oh, I love that. That's good. That's good stuff. Hey,
5: You know what? Because hope is not a strategy. Nope.
4: All right. I've heard that
3: before. Yeah. Hope is
5: not. And we can't. This is this. This is the change. And when you see it change, you can't. Well, man, we're going to this a trap every week. Oh, it's a trap game. Oh, we're going to have a lit down here. We're 7-2. Bill Parcells said, you are what your record says you are. He sure damn yeah. did say that. And yes, we're 7-2 <laughs> right now. Why don't we get the recognition? I'm not downplaying what Kansas City has done. I'm not downplaying what Patrick Mahomes has done. He's one of the best in the business. But there's a part of me that says, you're what used to be. Mm-hmm. We yeah. are what is today. And, and look, ooh, and, and we are ooh. defensively, defensively, all of those things that people are, I man, I just want them to go ahead and fold the tent and go ahead and be what they used to be. We ain't that no more. We show up at your stadium with the bazooka, number 11. So, <laughs> <laughs> but. Y'all say it, say it with your chest Friday. Let's no, I do this, man. I, love it. I want you I love to keep it. going because it's it. so passionate. And Come you're on. right.
2: That's the thing is because, it, like you said, until you have that tangible. And tangible in this scenario is playoff success. Yeah. And you don't have that yet. Yep. To a certain extent, there's hope. But you're right. It's different. This isn't the same. This isn't the same as what we've seen in the past. There's a chance here because of the bazooka. Is that where I like that nickname? Honestly, the man with, with a thousand nicknames, Micah Parsons, just earned another one. That might be my favorite one so far. But this is this could be different. But that's the thing is we got to get to that tangible side of things, and I think that's why this Chiefs matchup is so anticipated because this is the first taste of something tangible until you get to the playoffs. This in Arizona have been too. Two games scheduled as a tangible win for the Cowboys to say, okay, we're there. We have a team that's good enough to go to that level. And this is one of the weeks where you can prove that.
4: Hex channeling John Cena right now. You like John that? My time is up. Cedar. My time is now. It's time now. I, their time, I don't think their time's up. That's what, makes this, that's what makes this matchup so much fun is because yeah. – it literally could be a Super Bowl preview. I mean, it really could. I mean, both teams got to keep getting better and all that, but like they could see each other again. They're they're not based on the way they played the last three weeks. They're not going anywhere. Pete, when you look at
5: the league, most of the teams that have a top tier quarterback are always in the hunt, no doubt. And, and that's that's the importance of them. That's why the, those positions get paid what they get paid. And so I'm not. What I'm saying is, you. It's hard to do. Be the the. Consistent as the New England Patriots have been with Tom Brady. There are a whole lot of other things that had to be good as well. You look, and we looked at our our losses and we're judging by that. Let's judge them based off of their losses. Let's look at who they were when they got beat down versus Tennessee. Who were they when they got beat down versus Buffalo, right? And so some of those things, maybe they get better at those things. Maybe Andy Reid can rectify and correct it. I just don't see it. And I'm not going based off of, oh, what you used to be. No,
4: we're on the same page there. Have, I was thinking about that this week. You have to look at this matchup objectively on, like, what has what 2021 told us about these teams? I, I do think, I mean, their past history, they can draw on it. I mean, and what they've done. Damn right. Promised, yeah. but, but, you know, I, I think yeah, Trey was right. The, the more consistent team, Isaiah, I think, has been scra- down He's scratching yeah, his a- head. He's scratching his head. No, cause
3: you, cause <laughs> guys, y'all know I shoot a straight. I, I don't disagree with you guys in terms of, you know, a teams leaning back on their past or or you you paying attention to what's present and they have they struggle the first part of the year but to the same point that I made about the New England Patriots and they're figuring it out too even without you know obviously their leader of, of the past sure they're figuring things out there's an expectation because of what has happened in the past and because of the past the past allows for you to have a certain sense of confidence the past allows for you to have a certain sense of, of realistic expectation because you know that it because you know that you can't attain that. The reason why people, are, why the fans are excited, and everybody in football is excited for Dallas to play the Kansas City Chiefs is because you know what the Chiefs are. Regardless of what they did in this first half of the season, you know what they are. You know what they're capable of, and you know you're not saying Kansas City is just they're just a bad team. No, you're saying Kansas City is going to figure it out. Why are you saying they're going to figure it out? Because you know what they are at the root of their of their team, and and their past indicates that. Right, their past indicates. There the pieces that, that, that were in place for them to go out and win these championships and go to the championships is still
4: there. That, that's a popular Jerry Jonesism too. Yeah. If I've seen you do it before, I know you I know you can do it again. And and that applies that applies to Kansas City. That applies to Kansas City
2: for sure. And I think the vice versa applies to the Cowboys. Let me see it to believe it. Exactly. I think both ways both ways. Exactly.
3: It could go <laughs> And and, and that's why and say. that's why fans are excited. That's why most people are excited for this game, because sure. it's like you're not ex- If you were playing Buffalo Bills right now, you'd be excited. But you wouldn't be excited like this. Because right? they haven't done because it. Because they yet. haven't done it. right. They haven't done it in a while. Like they're, they're a d- damn good team. Damn good team. Great quarterback. All that stuff, right? But you wouldn't be excited about it like you're excited about the Kansas City Chiefs because you know the Chiefs are a championship-caliber team.
2: And I know... A lot of people are going to be saying, "Well, why didn't you have that week one?" Well, you didn't know what this team was week one. You're coming off of a six and ten year. You've had some injuries. You didn't know and, what. Dak and a was going lot of it was like.
3: there too, though, Kyle. I mean, a, there lot of was, people, there a lot of people are excited, excited because there. why? Because they're the champs. They're the champs. Yeah. Let's see who we are by facing the champs. It's the same thing this week. Yeah, lots of opportunity here. The Cowboys
2: and the Chiefs have had three common opponents how did each of those teams fare against the Chiefs and the Cowboys separately we'll talk about that next and hear from our friends over at DraftKings we give our players to watch in this week's game so if you want to make some money how about you tune in to Talking Cowboys stay with us we'll be right back after this
3: Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys, and Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys.
1: There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Grisol for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor.
4: Back to
5: Talking Cowboys. Oh, girl, I'm not standing in my- <laughs>
2: Oh, this is awesome. All right. It's a great people, great pay replay here on Talking Cowboys. You've heard it already. Jason witness has joined the Caliber Collision <laughs> team. You can join him to do great work with great people Chris for great pay. Chris is
4: ready for the weekend, man. You can
2: apply now at, jobs at caliber.com. That's jobsatcaliber.com. caliber.com. <laughs> too many shows. <laughs> Chris Beam what? just roasted Heckma going no, into the break. I'm,
4: just, I'm trying to take care of my guy. Take That's care of the team. <laughs> take care
2: of the team. I, I appreciate
4: see you. Hey. That's appreciated. Yeah,
2: you take it, it to you. If I would have been, doing <laughs> it was the, the tone. If that's
5: what I, you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Oh man. Oh man. That was so funny. I wish y'all could have heard that. All right. You did. We're moving on. <laughs> uh, I mentioned those. I mentioned so those three. Those three uh, common opponents that the Cowboys and the Chiefs both have. Who now, are they, Kyle? Those three are Los Angeles, Philadelphia, and New York. The Cowboys are 3 and 0 against those teams, right? Uh-huh. Kansas City is 2 and 1 against those teams. Really? One of their four losses came to the Los Angeles Chargers. It was actually 1 week after the Cowboys beat the Chargers. Mm. So the Chargers were the one loss. Now, let's see about those two wins and compare the two. Washington or excuse me, Philadelphia fell to Kansas City 42 to 30, so plus 12. The Cowboys yeah. beat the Philadelphia Eagles by 20. The Cowboys beat the New York Giants by 24. And the, the Chiefs beat the Giants by three. So, at least the advantage Cowboys, when you look at it that way, but like we said, that was before the three-game win streak. That was before the Chiefs really found their stride. So, I'm just basically throwing it out there that this is a different Chiefs team, but at least the history shows that Cowboys should have a good opportunity to win this game.
5: Man, that's, you know, what we are in this league, obviously, uh, the comparison business is afoot all the time. Got to. And it, it's... But only it doesn't work for us, right? So, <laughs> like, if we beat, like, how people well, if they beat San Diego, if they beat Los Angeles, and then Los Angeles beat, the, and if it, it 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 just doesn't add up for us. But, but going then back, we to, should beat Denver by forty away. Oh, wait, wait oh. <laughs> yeah, that's not us. Uh, but but then you go back, you go back to you go back to the 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 Los Angeles game, mm-hmm. and that's very important—a measuring stick, you know. Obviously, playing them a week apart, and I just felt as though. Los Angeles came into that game pissed off, and they played like it, and there were certain things at Eckler, uh, certain aspects of their offense that just couldn't be stopped. And obviously they're going up against a quarterback that they, they've they seen uh, quite often in that division. So, you know, I, I don't put anything past them in that game just to say, look, we won against uh, Los Angeles. It was an impressive game on our part. But, you know, that, that loss for them, really, I, I can't chalk that up.
2: Nothing to add on that? You're trying that. to stay out of it?
4: You trying to stay out of that yeah, that talk? I mean, w- when was that game? The, week two and week three. Yeah, I mean, way that's a while back. Chiefs defense a lot better now. I, th- I think you can legitimately say that they're better defense. I asked McCarthy yesterday, why do you think that is? He said, you know, early, early season September, coming out of training camp, unscouted looks. Sometimes defenses are still trying to find their stride. They've added Melvin Ingram. They just seem to be playing better, just yeah. more sound and and. Uh, and I think they found a rotation they like up front too. How much does the addition of Melvin Ingram pay a role? Because we talked about it off air,
2: Isaiah before before hit sticks. I think is when we talked about it. But yeah. I mean, the physicality that he yes. brings
3: is it's, it's apparent. He's a very physical player, and that's something that they need on that side of the ball. I don't. I think that they're addressing much like we were just talking about teams that know they're good, teams that have had success. It's easy to say, hey, 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 where are we dropping the ball? Like what are we missing? Right. And it's able to say, okay, we're good here. We're good here. Boop. Oh, that's what it is. All right. So let's, yeah, let me let me go ahead and put that button. Let me let me circle that. Okay, let's go ahead and make a trade with one of the most physical teams in the league and get one of their juice guys. Right. Mm-hmm. So they went out there and got Ingram. That's somebody that you now add in the mix with Clark, with Jones, and all these other guys, and and, and you thought the honey badger and all these guys who you start thinking about, man, what is the characteristics of these players? Fast, physical right fly around now they just have to figure out a way to, to have some form of continuity and communication and they can become a problem early on the reason why I didn't comment on that we we, sh- we struggled the, the Dallas Cowboys struggled and had a lot of conversation around one or two offensive linemen in terms of just moving one or two guys missing sure. one or two guys moving one or two guys around these guys had five yeah
4: on their offensive line
3: their entire yeah. offensive line yeah. so I really write off what happened in the first game like I it's a loss it's on your record first month of the season that's I, a that's an adjustment yeah, process. Yeah, I I personally write those games off because if we can't expect our offensive line to play good with one or two guys missing, how the heck do you expect I don't care who they are to expect anybody to play well with five guys that are brand new, you know, aside from just OTAs and camp.
4: Mm.
3: So, yeah. um they have opportunity to get things together but defensively, yeah, they 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 will be good. I hope it's not this week. Yeah. Hopefully that's not the yeah. case. Now Let's get to our DraftKings
2: Daily Fantasy Picks of the Week. This is a segment we're going to do every Friday here on Talking Cowboys. The official Daily Fantasy partner of the Dallas Cowboys giving customers a shot at millions of dollars all season long. Eligibility Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.
3: Here's the four picks that we've got. We'll start with C.D. Lamb. Who's got C.D. this week and why? I have C.D. Get your checkbooks out. you got to see he's sitting there at (laughs) $7,600, and it's for a good reason. C.D. Lamb balled out last week. He's seemingly getting better every single week. And the reason why he balled out is because there's a dude by the name of mm, Michael Gallup that you see down there on the bottom of the list. And and the presence of Michael Gallup allows for C.D. to bump down into the inside. C.D. was in the slot 68% of the time last game, allowing him to face the opposing third-best cornerback, 68% of the passing snaps. So imagine CD lined up against their third best. Shoot, imagine CD lined up against their second best. He is going to ball out, and there's a great opportunity for him to ball out this week, simply because of those matchups.
2: Okay, what about Dalton Schultz? Who's got Dalton Schultz? It's probably Rob, right? <gasps> no, it's, he has Amari.
5: No, no, no. He has Amari Cooper. No, Amari Cooper
4: is your guy.
2: Okay, we'll, we'll do Dalton Schultz first.
4: Dalton's yours. Go ahead. All Go right. Ahead.
2: Well.
5: You know, look, when you when you study the film uh, from Kansas City, they, they literally don't cover well uh, on their uh, tight on tight ends. And probably because of what you said, uh, having to bring their third best out to go cover the, the slot. And then that gives you man to man, either with a strong safety when they go big nickel or with their linebacker. If y'all haven't noticed, Dalton Schultz is balling, balling, not on a budget. And he is doing it in a way that I think is going to set him up for this front office to have to make some decisions at the position. Mm. So, if you look at how much it's going to cost him, was it 4600 or something $4, like
4: that?
5: $4,600. 4600 I mean, guys, this is a me- this is a deal. Don't ever say, hecky heck, I ain't hooked you up. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> All right? Double so check. Double check. Put, mo- put the money on Dalton because I'm telling you, when you get down the red zone and, we- and they try and go to that big nickel or any of that, boy, Dalton Schultz is going to eat.
2: I I picked Michael Gallup there at the bottom, but Dalton Schultz is by far my favorite value pick because of what they could do against Kansas City's defense and because
4: of the cheap about Did a you cheap just amount cheap there. Piggyback? I like it. No, I'm just uh, I'm saying he had a great I'm heavy, pick. I'm heavy. I'm wait, saying. Wait, he, no, wait a second. He's Amari Cooper's not even the top of that list in terms of wow. Sixty two hundred. Yep. Okay anybody forget 93 catches last year? Mm. Okay. Tell him, Rob. He's their most reliable option to this day. Uh-huh, and the last time that he played on the road, it was Cooper Rush at quarterback. Thir- eight catches, 122 yards. Oh on, my. Pete. back on Is the Cooper road. Hold on, well, Dak's playing this week. But that's even better, right? Yeah, yeah, it's even exactly. better for Dak Prescott. And, you know, I think he's due. I think he's, feeling, I think he's a little healthier. I think he's feeling better. And I think on the road, they need his reliability to kind of move the change, be that possession guy.
3: Hmm. That, man, that shirt is I wicking like away God. all the sweat. That's the greatest. You need wear that every Friday, dog. I like that. It's it's Say
5: it
2: with your chest. Rob, uh, Rob goes, Did you forget? Y'all must have I forgot it. about it. I like it. <laughs> well, and then Michael Gallup at the bottom. That was my pick. He's a value guy because it, there is still question marks on whether he's going to explode or whether he's going to be held in check. He'll have a couple catches, but is he going to explode and be the fantasy value that you need? That's why his value you so low and honestly with the way that you guys just sold me on cooper and schultz go for cooper and schultz those guys are value picks Uh-oh. i like cd lamb too don't worry cd lamb might be my favorite player
4: 68 he had the stats that's he had, true he, he had some stats some numbers
2: but that's your draft kings picks of the week against kansas city when we come back we've got our picks of the games. How are we, I've got we doing? standings. How are we doing? I've got it all. head uh, all, uh, Well, the fans have been doing very well. Let me just be from you that. Ohio? We've got yeah, – we've. Well, be from Ohio was the F- worst F- fan by far. F- he F- was F- one in five. <laughs>
4: standings been audited, though. Do we know can, that they I mean, are yeah, – Yes, they are correct. <laughs> yes, they are <have laughs> correct. <laughs> I double-checked
2: <laughs> it all. We're all good. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, <laughs> all right. give us a call. 888-855-2297. Be a part of our Pick'Em segment. 888 888- 855-2297. We'll do it right after we come back here on Talking Cowboys. I guess I trust you. <laughs>
4: Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United, United Ag, Ag and Turf. turf
2: Back to talking Cowboys. Whether you're watching from home or you're cheering in the stands, with Essilor lenses you can see every exciting play. <laughs> Book an appointment at your local Essilor experts and see what Essilor can do for you. See more, do more. Esselor here on Talking Cowboys. Great
4: job, Rob. Thanks. It was good. Thanks. It I actually had props far. ready for my next read and I didn't bring them today. So oh well <laughs> just let us know whenever that Rob, happens. Rob hit him with the uh,
3: <laughs> straight Carlton on him.
2: I did not Carlton. Oh, straight Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Point at him. Oh. Okay. All right, y'all. Let ready for a standings update? Mm. We've got a standings update. Mm. Now, yeah, graph
5: what, graph what. Freshly
2: mm. done. You ready? <laughs> what, what you both taking a drink for it. <laughs> taking it with a grain of salt. All right. At the bottom of the list, the Isaiah Standback train, mm. 27 and 29. It's not bad. You had a 4-2 and two week last week, though. Yeah, he came back. Getting mm. back on track. Just yeah. standing back. Heckma also went 4-2 and two last week, so you didn't gain any ground on Heckma. Mm. Heckma's now 32 and 24 overall. Mm. So you're in fourth place. Third place, which was originally the fans, is now Rob Phillips. Ooh, right. Rob Phillips went 3-3 three and three last week and damn, dropped the spot. Those damn Cleveland Browns. Man. Yeah, those Browns are getting you Never every yet. time. You picked against them two weeks ago. You picked the Bengals over them, and then they destroyed the Bengals, and then you picked the Browns, yeah. and then they won. Or, I mean, then they lost. I mean, so Sorry. where are the fans? The fans are in second place. Oh, the fans man. are at thirty-four and twenty-two mm-hmm. in second. They've
3: been four and so two and eight eight five and one from from Ohio. <laughs> now,
2: all, the, all the losses are from B from Ohio. <laughs> so Steve, last week, dude, Steve went five and one. Scuba Steve, who Steve, Steve, Steve went off last week, boy. Yes. Yeah, brought so, the fans out. <laughs> my favorite part of going back and listening to it was whenever you you forgot him on a I, on a game. I did. <laughs> he he, yeah. he went to Isaiah. He went to Rob. He didn't say my pick, but then he he went straight into uh, the the Cowboys and and uh, and the the Falcons. And <laughs> Steve just goes, "I got the Chiefs" or like whoever yeah. it was. was like, I got I got Washington like real quick. It was oh, really funny. And then weird. I'm at the top with 36 and 20. I also went five and one no, last week. Convenient. So I had a good one. Yeah, yeah, convenient. Well, you have all the picks on your text if you want to look at it. Oh, okay. Because mm-hmm. I sent them in on text. And so it's in Don't writing. dare rob.
5: He's gonna do that. I get a lot of text. So. Oh, he'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Go check him. I went five and listen, one. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: All right. This week we've got G from Jersey on the line. G G Our guy G. Jersey. What up, G?
0: Fellas, listen, Mm-mm. the feeling this whole week is epic, man. If if you a Cowboys fan and you ain't ready for Sunday, 3:30 Dallas time 4:30 Eastern oh, something some, is wrong something is wrong this is this is Pacquiao Mayweather feeling this is Ooh. Lake Existence game 788 and Rob P you'll agree with me this is Hogan versus Warrior oh Hogan name. versus Warrior SkyDome <laughs> WrestleMania 6 <laughs> the ropes <laughs> this, this is this is epic right here man and and Rob P we all jealous cuz you get to be there baby you mm-hmm. get to be get to get it in person man but it's gonna we be great. hyped up we hyped up let's go baby let's make these
2: picks let's do it so we've got six games on the docket as always we'll start off with the riverboat ron game how about washington on the road at carolina cam newton is expected to start for the panthers we're gonna start with you g who you got in this one
0: Man, I'm taking Carolina. They about to go on a run and they about to give Tampa a run for their money, man. Cam is back. They wide receivers is back. That defense is healthy with them corners on the field.
4: Carolina.
3: Isaiah. Going with Mr. Yogi Bear himself, Cam Newton. Mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. Going with Cam.
4: I bet Cam goes off, off in this game against his old old coach. coach. I like it. Which there's mutual respect there, but there uh, is. Yeah, Carolina at home, so we're
5: all going to take the Panthers here, huh? All right, yeah, okay. I'm going to go with the Panthers. I think Cam is back. Uh, You know, this is a revenge game for him because. Riverboat had an opportunity to pick him up. I think and he feels he him. feels some kind of way about that. I know I would.
2: I kind of think the same thing. I think the Cam is going to find a groove. I think this team's going to find a groove. Mm. And that defense that has allowed, I mean, not very many yards per game this season, has been pretty good. I'm going to go with the Panthers here. What you you wanted a chance to catch up, Isaiah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isaiah looks frustrated <laughs> off to the side. All right, the Jets hosting the Dolphins. Miami has won six of their last seven against New York, but. Hey, New York's finding a little bit of stride there. They won a couple games this year. Rob, we'll start with you. Who's the
4: quarterback for the It's not Mike White anymore, is it's it? It's not. I think it's Flacco. Flacco. Oh, it is Joe Flacco. They went and signed Joe. Ah, too much too How much elite inconsistency. Give me Miami. How
5: elite.
1: <laughs>
2: Give me Miami. <laughs> okay, Miami on the road. I'm a fly. Fly Jets fly? I don't know if I've ever heard that, that term before, but yeah, okay.
5: Funny. Jets at home, hmm, that's a good one. Now I'm going to go Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. Yeah, give Miami me the fins as well.
0: Dolphins.
2: All right, G, who you got?
0: Dolphins, the Jets are
2: the worst team in pro sports. Yes. Hey, I like it. Yes. I like it. Say it with your chest. Mm. I think the Lions would have something to say about that. <laughs> right there? I'm having a rough time with the allergies this week. I'll tell you that much. All right, you swallowed a teddy bear. <laughs> Saints at the Eagles. Saints at five and four. The Eagles at four and six. Uh, Heckman, we'll start with you on this one. Saints.
5: At the Eagles. And you know how much I do despise the Boo Eagles and the Saints as well, but I'm going to
2: go with the Saints. Okay. I yeah, say.
3: Yeah, they both are not good, but i go Saints.
2: I'm going to go Philly at
4: home in this one. Rob? Saints are kind of killing me like the Browns, man. I'll go Eagles. And Chris, by the way, that might be a drop. That, Which one? That say it with your chest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want to have time to clip it off, I'll go Eagles. Okay. All right. What, what you got, G? I'm going
0: Philly, man. we got to watch out. They might be able to win six of their last
4: seven. Yeah,
2: there you go. Second most points per game in the NFL since week eight. 32.7 points per game. Yeah. All right, the Bengals at the Raiders. Ooh. I'll mm. start off on this one. This is tough because the Raiders haven't been playing as well. They're just coming off of that really big loss to the Chiefs. But I say they rebound against Cincinnati.
4: Give me Las Vegas at home. Rob. Same, same line of thinking, Kyle. Same line of thinking. Give me Vegas with a win going into Thanksgiving against Dallas. Ooh,
2: okay, makes that game interesting. Seven hundred and seventy-seven straight sevens. Hot hand in the dice game. Going with the Raiders. Going with the Raiders. RIG. Vegas. Vegas. Heckman's got a chance to make up a game. No, I'm going with the Bengals. All right. Yeah, I'm going with the Bengals here Uh <laughs> yeah, Chance to make up a game yeah. Steelers at the Chargers I think this is a very underrated game It's yeah. Sunday Night Football So we'll probably get a chance to watch a little bit of it Pittsburgh one of two it's undefeated teams Since week five okay. Yes Ben is back I believe so Is he out? I don't think he's out Yeah
5: he was out last game he It was COVID last week Yeah
2: so I think he's back though uh, but, yeah, so it's the Steelers on the road against the Chargers. Can the Chargers up in the Steelers after they've been red hot as of late? I'll start with you, Isaiah. Uh, Big Ben. Big Ben and the Steelers. Okay. Hekma?
5: Man, I'm going to go Chargers at home. Chargers at home. I'm staying there with you. I'm going to go Chargers. G,
4: who you got?
0: I'm going with the Steelers. The Chargers are hurting up front. No bolts
4: and no tillery. Ooh, good point. All right. I was on the fence. You just you just helped me out there. I'm going to go with the Steelers <laughs> on the road then.
2: There you go. Okay, the game we've all been waiting for, Cowboys at the Chiefs. What's your gut feeling? How do the Cowboys get it done at Arrowhead? Are they going to come out with a dub or are they going to come out with a loss? G, we'll start with you. Give me the boys.
0: Forty one thirty one, twenty fourteen, Denver Fields, man. I'm going with the boys, man. Let's go, Dak. This 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 lead
2: out there. Oh, I love it. G, you're the man. Thanks again for joining us as always. We'll talk to you soon, my friend. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, G. G from All Jersey, right. our guest picker this week. Let's see if he can keep up with Steve. Steve went five and one last week. So lots of pressure on rob phillips on this pick to oh get it's on it right. me
4: it's on me well you're you're down by one game to the fans now so oh, gosh yeah gee with some good picks today i Isaiah said something i earlier in the week i agree with when you think it's a shootout and a track meet it's probably not i think it's going to be kind of ugly at times i think there might be some turnovers maybe the cowboys can get some get some turnovers here but i i'm with heck in that based on what we've seen this year We should have confidence they can go up and win this game. Sure. So I'm going to go with the Cowboys in a fairly low-scoring game on the road, 24-20. Okay.
3: Isaiah. Ooh. 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 I love the Cowboys. You do? Yes. I love the Seahawks. I love Mm -hmm. the Cowboys. Um, However, Kansas City is Kansas City. And I believe that Kansas City, unfortunately, we've been talking about it for weeks, has hit their stride. Unfortunately for Dallas at the wrong time. And I think it's going to be a heck of a contested game, but I think that Kansas City is going to be too explosive, and I'm not sure that we won't put ourselves in bad situations at some point in time in this game, allowing them to have more chances than they should. So I got to go with KC. Score? 35-28. Okay. Did you give a score? I did. Okay.
4: Probably way too low, but yeah,
2: 24-20. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. All right. I've gone back and forth on this game all week, too. There are days when I look at it and I say, you know what? The Cowboys are going to win this thing. But then there are other days when I say the Chiefs are going to win this thing. Mm. One of those days is today where I've gone back and forth. And I think the team that has the most opportunity Mm. to force turnovers, Mm. to get a couple extra stops Mm. because of the talent on the defensive side of the football and negate... Just the offensive firepower that's in this game. Mm-hmm. I think that team's the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I think it's Dan Quinn defensively, that's going to force a couple of turnovers. We're going to make the Kansas City offense get into some mistakes. And I think the Cowboys will keep pace on their side of things and get the job done offensively. Give me the Dallas Cowboys winning a huge one at Arrowhead Stadium, 38 38- 34 in a classic, I mean, down to the wire, classic game. It's going to be a touchdown drive in the fourth from Dak Prescott mm. that wins it, and I the like Cowboys it. are at 8-2. and two. I like your mm. thinking there. So, so, so.
5: I believe that sometimes you can have too much respect for your opponent. It's true. Uh, and that's never good, uh, especially when you got to put hands on them. So this is that game where we got to put paws. we got to show up in your city and put paws on you. And the one thing I know about a reputation that you used to have back in the day, that used to bees don't make honey. Woo-hoo. We are what's now. Wow. And so when we show up in your city with the big case, and what's in the big case? The bazooka. And we unveiling oh, it again. Eleven. Hey, we unveiling it again. It's <laughs> going to be a lot of pressure. And Patrick Mahomes, he, his character turned right back to the pumpkin that has been versus the other four uh, guys that's annihilated them. So obviously, I'm taking the Cowboys, and it's going to be a forty burger all around. I, I think this is going to be a shootout. Um, I just think offensively, both of these teams are the firepower is going to be on display. But I, I think the Cowboys and Dak. We win in the shootout. And I'm going to go 49-42, something like that.
3: Wow. Jesus, no defense. something crazy. <laughs> no defense Jesus, anywhere
2: in sight at Arrowhead Stadium. stop Chris Beam's going to be getting some Whataburger on Sunday night. A little (laughs) bit of fries, a side of spicy ketchup. It's going to be fantastic. All right, that does it for us this week here on Talking Cowboys. Hope you had some fun. For Chris Beam in the back, Rob Phillips, Isaiah Stanback, I'm going to take my headset off off because, everybody, we've got something that we say on Fridays. my Harrison, Cowboy Nation, I hope your team wins!